From Eden by Fry, Volume 8, Siddhartis, Value. The concept of making money, Siddhartis postulates gravely and wonders, is it largely in character, in origin even American, although it has now so widely, so almost universally, it appears, so comprehensively at any rate on our planet been adopted, is not only flawed, all concepts are flawed, he points out it is inherent in human thinking that it cannot be flawless, but fundamentally, principally wrong. I am glad to hear this, although I can't be certain entirely why. Nobody makes money, even the National Bank or the Federal Reserve or the Bank of England or any bank anywhere in the world does not make money and nor does any business, nor does any person, nor does any entity ever really make money unless you are thinking of the actual physical process of printing notes or minting coins, but that, as we know, is not making money either, that is merely manufacturing its representation. In fact, nobody makes money ever. I'm inclined to agree, and instinctively it makes sense to me what Sadatis is thinking, though I haven't thought it through myself, and I wonder if Sadatis really has, or if he's just doing so now on the hop, because he finds himself once again sitting next to me on a train. I like the way Siddhartis takes his seat next to me, mostly on trains, occasionally on a bench by a lakeside, rarely, though, if ever, on planes, and never so far that I'm aware of on a bus, or indeed in a cab. Money is not made, it is simply invented and agreed upon in a compact between people, and then moved from one place to another, either physically, as notes and coins or checks or other pieces of paper or some such material as may be deemed in this compact practical and acceptable, or virtually as data, and no matter which way this happens, it is always symbolic. Money is nothing other than an abstraction of value, and that in itself makes it inherently problematic, because how, pray, do you define value? And more to the point, how do you keep sight of your values when the abstraction of value, money, becomes so prominent in your culture that you perceive it as a value of and in itself? I have no immediate answer to this. Sadatis is not expecting me to. And so, not for moral or political or ethical reasons, though possibly for these also, but first and foremost for logical reasons, any economy that is predicated on the idea of making money and any culture that embraces this idea as of value of and in itself is not only flawed, as any human economy always will be, but fundamentally, principally wrong. Whereas the moment we stop thinking of making money and start thinking instead of creating value, for which in one form or another money may or may not serve as an instrument, as a lubricant, so to speak, as a convenient communication tool of quantifiable entities such as and where they exist, no less and certainly no more, as soon as we do this, we can begin to aspire to wish to become able to consider ourselves an advanced society. 
I like it when Siddhartha uses the first person plural as he thinks to me. It makes me feel we're in this together somehow, though somehow I'm almost certain we're not. Or rather, we most likely are, but not at the level and not in the way that is obvious, but in a deeper, more meaningful, more universal sense. And in that sense, almost certainly, we absolutely are in this together. Are we not one? Creating values, Siddhartha's expound, is no narrow concept. It applies, of course, but not only to making things and inventing technology and imagining art, and it equally applies to providing a service, to accomplishing a task, to building a place or exploring a thought in such a way that it is of some value to someone, somewhere, sometime, even if that value cannot necessarily, at the point of its inception, be recognized or defined or possibly even imagined. That makes sense to me and strikes me as almost stating the obvious just a bit. Is it? Thus, being a good waiter is creating value, much in the way that being a good cleaner is creating value, as being a good musician is creating value, as designing a good app is creating value, as singing and recording a good song is creating value. Who can decide, I wonder, who can determine whether something is good? Nobody can determine, of course, what is good, at least not in the simple, undifferentiated terms we lazily espouse. Yes, you can agree on good practice or defined standards, but is a waiter who is slow and a little clumsy, but extremely attentive and friendly and charming and perhaps a little flirtatious, just enough to send an exquisite tingle down your spine each time he tops up your glass of Prosecco, any less good a waiter than one who is super efficient but essentially dead behind the eyes and just does what he is accepted as his lot or his duty for the time being? Who can say what good writing is or good art or good music or good anything? Nobody can. It's almost entirely a question of taste and the prevailing consensus, the current culture. But what you can say, because you know when you see it, and when you come across it, and when you experience it, all of which is the same, I'm only emphasizing the point perhaps unnecessarily, is whether somebody does what they're doing to the best of their ability, and whether they seek to make that ability in the longer term greater, or whether what they do is perfunctory, or indeed, and that is by some margin the worst motivation anyone could think of, they are only doing it to make money. I think along, and as far as I can, I sense I concur. Ask not, therefore, how you can make money. Ask how you can create value. Expect not to be valued by money. Expect that the value you create is honoured. I'm about to interject an inconsequential, certainly not fully formed, but broadly approving thought for mine own, but Siddhartha's is not yet done. Honouring value is not a narrow concept either. Value can be honoured also, but not only in terms of money. It can be honoured in appreciation, in kind, in gratitude, in a return gesture or service, in goods, in opportunity, in experience. Certainly it can. That too, though, I reckon is hardly new. It is not, of course, new. It is only sometimes too often forgotten. 
because it means by necessity that if you are doing something that does not create value but diminishes it, for example, producing and selling shoddy goods that make people angry because they are not good and not fit for purpose, or taking advantage of somebody's situation and appropriating, quite apart from their money, more of their time, their mind, their emotions than you deserve, in return for giving them less than they need, or providing any type of service that does not live up to its name, let alone its promise, then you have to stop doing so immediately. You're not making money, you're taking away value under false pretenses, or perhaps innocently feeding your incompetence off their gullibility. Either way, rather than creating value and enriching the world, you deceive yourself into believing that you can enrich yourself as you destroy value and diminish the world. You unbalance the universe. And the universe, in the long term, will not be unbalanced. We are nearly at our destination. I forget what it is. Siddhartis seems much better now. His thoughts thus afloat, thus released, thus engendered. He inwardly smiles.